Today's podcast is a suggestion from a follower, a listener just like you. So if you have a topic that you would like me to talk about, don't hesitate to reach out. You can send me an email, Kendra at KendraVonash.com. Go to my website, KendraVonash.com, and click contact and send me a note that way. And I will be happy to talk about any subject that you want me to discuss. This is not about me. This is about us, us walking together and me sharing experiences and hopefully tools and tricks and ways to help you dive into the spirit and to trust God and to build that relationship. This is all about deepening your relationship with God. And it's not always easy to build that relationship. And speaking of relationships, it's difficult right now, more than ever, to keep relationships strong and healthy, especially when people you love deeply and dearly do not have your same beliefs. This could go down the line of faith. Maybe they don't believe in God or they have a different view of God and you are so desperate to have them know God, to love God and to serve God and to know that Jesus Christ and the Catholic faith is the one truth, the truth, the way, the life. You may have family members, friends, co-workers that are clueless, that you just die inside to say, please listen to me. This is true. And this is how you will find that, that happiness that you're looking for, but it's not going to be happiness. It's going to be joy, God-given joy. We have to remember that faith is a gift. We can certainly talk to people about our faith, share our beautiful experiences with God, the sacramental graces of the church. That's why I left my career in corporate America as an executive. I mean, we're talking lots of power and prestige and money. Also a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of insecurity for me. And I'm not saying that if you're in that type of a role and you're making lots of money, that it's a bad thing. It's not. It's not. I could have stayed in that life and evangelized around people that I work with. But when I discerned what I should do because I had a choice, I, I had a job elimination for a job that was created for me, and I had to choose, do I go back to corporate America, which I knew I didn't like, I wasn't passionate about 
IT. I mean, I was in technology and I kind of hate technology, by the way. It's my nemesis, like math. But I climbed that corporate ladder. I went into that field because it was not something that many women went into. And I managed people very well. I understood what technology can do. I just didn't know how to do it or practically (laughs) use it. So that wasn't my passion. My passion, and I believe my gifts, is communication and raw honesty, storytelling. And then I think God had put in so many experiences in my life that I couldn't stop talking about it. And I was evangelizing in the office, and I was evangelizing to my friends and family. And initially, I was getting upset and depressed because people weren't jumping on the bandwagon with me, but many had talked to me about it. And so it was a hard lesson for me to learn that I could not be that person per se. All I needed to do was to plant the seeds to speak and not be afraid to talk about my faith, to learn my faith and be able to defend why I'm Catholic when so many looked at me. And (laughs) the funny thing is, is I ended up changing my life and and starting my ministry in 2018 when that whole thing in, in Pennsylvania came down, the priest scandals, and people were like, oh, are you still gonna do this Catholic thing? And I said, yeah. Because I'm following Jesus, not Judas. Judas has been there from the very beginning. I will not follow man. I will follow God. And so it took a while for me to realize, especially with my own family, that I couldn't bring everybody to where I was. All I needed to do was to live my life with God as best as I could and to take his hand and to walk with him and ask and beg him to transform me. So it was through how I lived that people started seeing the change and they knew something was up with me. They saw this incredible joy that I had when I first went to confession after being gone from 26 years. They saw the changes as I stopped swearing like a truck driver. Apologies to any truck drivers. That's just a saying we have here. I was, or a sailor, that's another one. I had the raunchiest mouth ever. I spoke like a guy, a rough around the edges kind of guy, not a Christian guy. I made dudes blush. It was bad. And then they could see in other ways, in my patience, in my kindness, in my letting go of control, in my not gossiping about other people, it just became this living, breathing, walking witness. Now let's talk about helping people see the truth in what's going on in the world today. And I'd like to start by somebody dropped a seed to me. I've been looking 
at what's been going on since COVID hit back in kind of March, April of 2020. We were all glued on the TV, watching, you know, press conferences and all of this stuff day in and day out. And a friend of mine sent me a video and said, what do you think of this? And I watched it and it was called Out of the Shadows. Outoftheshadows.org, I think, is, is the actual website. And I do believe that the video is still there if you want to go watch it. And I, it was kind of over my head a little bit. Now, keep in mind, at this time of my life, I wasn't watching any kind of TV. All I was was immersed in spiritual reading and YouTube videos and radio. I didn't even watch or listen to the kind of news. My husband would come come home and he'd say, did you hear so-and-so died? I'm like, no, really? He's like, man, you got to get like into the world. Like you have no idea what's going on. And boy, I wonder if he regrets those words (laughs) because now I'm so into the world and so into what's going on, but I'm not getting my information through regular main channels, what we call the mainstream media. Because through this Out of the Shadows video, I started to realize, and it wasn't easy, most of the stuff that was coming my way, I went through what one would call cognitive dissonance. I didn't want to believe this. I didn't want to believe that I've been lied to my entire life in so many ways. I didn't want to believe that all of Hollywood and government and universities and school institutions and corporations were all aligning together (laughs) to brainwash us, basically, for lack of a better word. And to control messages, propaganda is not just something that happens in communist countries. On the contrary. So as one video came in, another one came in. And I picked up the phone and I called her. I said, oh my gosh, like, what? That there are only six companies that control every single mainstream media channel. And this goes from CNN to Fox to Disney to the HGTVs to the Food Networks. I mean, it's all over the place. And you can see by what they advertise, how they put certain people in their shows, by the actual messages. So in this Out of the Shadows video, it showed all of these news stations saying the exact same thing. Word for word. And the funny message is, hey, don't go on to social media because it's a real problem for our democracy. In other words, come to us 
for your news because we've, we're going to be programming you. We're going to tell you what you should believe. And this is called the mockingbird media. Mockingbird meaning we just repeat what the higher ups tell us to repeat. As you can see, it's live and in action because big tech is also involved. They're censoring you. If you don't go along with what we say and what we believe, we're shutting you down. You don't believe in the, the vaccine or the masks or the COVID lockdowns, we're shutting you down. You don't believe in elect election integrity, we're shutting you down. We're quote unquote fact checking you. And if you believe that Snopes is a place to go to fact check, try again. By the way, there was just an article, which you're never going to see on the mainstream media, that the Snopes founder was writing articles under another name, 54 articles they pulled together that he plagiarized word for word from other articles such as New York Times, the Washington Post. And again, those are also all under this regime. And it goes deeper. And there's things that they're doing to our children. And look at how they've come through movies and TV shows. Like it starts with divorce, right? And then homosexuality. And of course, sex, have sex wherever. Sex is everywhere. Sex has been programmed into us that it's okay. Everything that God wants us to do and how we should live has been chipped away by society through movies, through news, through magazines. I mean, I was just watching the other day golfers. And I know that on the Olympics, there was a woman who had said, I am not wearing that bikini bottom. She was a volleyball, a beach volleyball player, and she had to pay a fine. I don't know if you've watched, watched the LGP, LPGPA, sorry, Ladies Golf Professional Association. I think that's what it stands for. But the women out there are wearing skirts that you can see their hoo-ha under there. I mean, what is going on? They're being told to do this stuff. Their sponsors are pushing them in this direction. And you can see it everywhere now. Okay, so I'm going to stop because that doesn't do anybody any good because you guys are listening to me. Maybe you believe this, maybe you don't. But this is where I started seeing, wait a minute, all of this ties together. This is about control. This is about a new world order. This is a global power structure right now, slowly but surely taking away our liberties and we are giving them voluntarily to them. That we're in a war right now. No question. It's just a digital war. It's an information war. We don't have bombs and missiles flying around, but we have other <laughs> bombs and missiles that are definitely dividing and tearing relationships apart and 
really hurting those of us who have seen the truth. And I'm telling you, I didn't want to believe that there was this satanic behavior in some of these people that I have looked up to and admired my whole life. Talk about cognitive dissonance. So if I think about my journey to the truth of what's going on in the world, it has not been easy. And so to teach someone all of the things that I've been taught is really difficult. You can't bring 18 months of research into someone. So when people reach out to me, I know I had a video about the, or a podcast about this quite a while ago. I said, Hey, if you want a couple of links to some stuff, send me an email. I got a ton of emails. I don't know where those people are at right now in their journey, but at least they were inquiring about it. And so what do you do when someone is so brainwashed? I call them sleeping sheep. Because most of the people that I know who are awake and aware are God-loving, faithful people. Christians of all kinds. And so that's why I sit there and I wonder if God didn't just give us eyes to see and ears to hear him, but the truth, period. And so we have to be patient. We have to be kind. We have to love them where they are and dribble information, drop those seeds and pray. This is where intercessory prayer is needed. Ask the Lord to give you an opportunity to speak with this person, to open their heart when you do. A lot of the time we just say, Holy Spirit, give me the words. And then we walk away thinking, well, that didn't go so well. Well, no, if you're, if you have a relationship with this person, you're probably going to see them again. And a lot of times it hurts because maybe we're made fun of, or maybe they just completely dismiss us out of hand, or they're so ingrained in what they believe, believe or fearful. It's really that, oh, they have done a number with people and, and COVID and the vaccines. There are so many people in fear. And this was the particular outreach of this person who has their children wearing masks, they're wearing masks, and they're vaccined, and they're completely fearful about a virus that has a 99.97 plus, depending on your age and your existing conditions, survival rate. With many therapeutics that have never been talked about, as a matter of fact, have had articles written that were lies, like the Lancet report for hydrochloroquine. The minute President Trump brought that out, they went crazy, said it will kill you, put out a fake Lancet report, and then doctors who have used this drug that has been proven by the FDA, who I don't trust anyway, but it's been out on in the world, given to our military for 45 plus years. It's very cheap. 
It no longer has a patent. The pharmaceutical companies don't have to take, or they're not making any money on this. It's pennies for a tablet. And it works wonderfully. In Africa, people take it for malaria every single day, and it has less effects than an aspirin. Ivermectin, Regeneron, there are all of these therapeutics, let alone vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. It's, you never hear about this. Why? Because they're pushing the vaccine. Why? Because you can follow the money. And it's also control. Some people say it's killing people. Have you looked up the vaccine side effects? And when I say this, don't go to your regular news outlets. Go online, go to DuckDuckGo and search vaccine side effects. You go to the VAERS system, which is in the United States. It's months behind. And they've already said, even on the CDC's report, that they are not tracking any more issues with people who are vaccinated. They're only tracking unvaccinated. Why? Because most of the people that are in hospitals are the ones that are vaccinated or are quote unquote getting the Delta variant. Okay. I'm getting back into the reasoning and I want to pull back on that. I want to get back into, you have to plant the seeds and love them. And then pray intercessory prayers. Lord, please give me another chance to speak to that person or open their heart. Open their heart to what is going on. Please, they are a faithful person, but they are in fear. And that is the thing that I talk to my husband about a lot is fear. Fear is not from God. As a matter of fact, oh my gosh, I'm talking right now and he's calling. <laughs> Now that's a Holy Spirit moment. I speak to him all the time about fear and that we shouldn't make decisions in fear. We shouldn't live in fear. Fear is not what God is about. Why does he say 365 plus times in the Bible, do not fear, do not be afraid. We need to, to trust that God's got this and pray for those around us who are sheep that are asleep and walking. And if they reach out, and if you want to reach out to me with more information, I'm happy to share. But that one video was the tip of the iceberg. And then there was this other series called The Fall of the Cabal. I'd never even heard the word cabal before. C-A-B-A-L. And I found those videos on BitChute. You're not going to find this stuff on YouTube because they wipe it. You won't even find studies on masks on Google because they've wiped them. Masks do not work. Masks are pretty much out there to make people comply, to give up their liberties, and to have this complete social impact between people. Meaning, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to look at you. I'm going to be distant. And I did a video the other day on my YouTube channel, like, we got to stop this. This is ridiculous. I was walking out of church after mass and nobody was looking at anyone and nobody had a mask on. 
So I just kept saying, hi, have a good day. Hello. Hi. Flashing a smile, trying to snap people out of it. I mean, come on. This is ruining the fiber of humanity. And it's dividing people. So our jobs as Christians, I'm going to stop right here because I do have to call my husband. I wonder, he never calls me. I hope everything's okay. You can drop your seeds, share bits of information, and then pray that God waters those seeds. We cannot force a horse to drink. We can bring him to the water, but that's about it. And we can pray and we can fast and we can continue to provide information until or unless that person says enough or stop it, you know, then we have to respect that. But we can continue down that path as we should to love and to guide and to lead people to the truth and pray that the Lord opens their mind, their heart, their soul, their eyes and their ears, and maybe even pray for a Philip to come into their life. Just like the, the eunuch was reading and he says, do you know what you're reading? He says, no, how can I, if nobody tells me? And then Philip sat down, taught him the word And then he said, hey, there's water over there. What's to stop me from being baptized right now? He got baptized at that moment. Philip disappeared and voila. Maybe it's not you. Maybe the seeds that you drop are enough and somebody else brings them to that full conversion. It's really going to be God. But sometimes we got to let go and know that it may not be us, especially with those who are the closest to us or in our families. Just like Jesus, Jesus was dissed, right? He's in the temple teaching and everyone's amazed by this authority. Like, where does he get this? Isn't this like Joseph and Mary's son, that carpenter guy? Like, come on. And then his family took offense at him, even though he was teaching with authority and he performed many miracles. Crazy. So we have to remember, probably those that are closest to us will be the hardest to convince. And conversion is a daily effort. So just keep them in your prayers. Love them through this. And ask the Spirit to open their heart and to give you those moments to share specific information with them. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, these are trying times. We ask for you to give us peace and joy, and to love those in our lives who do not believe what we believe, who may even be angry at us, Make fun of us. Call us names. Help us keep in our hearts your love, your forgiveness, your mercy, as you did on the cross. Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. 
We ask for the continued courage and strength to speak truth about you, about the Catholic faith, and about what is going on in the world, but with love and compassion, understanding where these people are, and with prayer, calling out to the Holy Spirit to guide us, lead us, and to open the eyes and ears, hearts and souls of those to whom we speak. Lord, please fill us with peace and trust. We ask for more faith as we go through these difficult times. We know you are acting out there in your own way, and we need to trust you more. Please protect us with the precious blood of your son, Jesus. In his holy name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sorry it's so long today. (laughs) I get passionate about this. And I know many of you out there do too. If you have any questions, send me an email, Kendra at KendraVonAsh.com. If you need help on the journey, I'm a faith coach, happy to work with you, see what we can do. And I will keep you in my prayers because I know there are so many out there who just want the truth, who don't want to live in fear. And perhaps we are their Philip. <laughs> you never know. But also, we need to know that we may not be. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So... I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.